It's Jamal out here on the radio, you feel me? Up in the mix with De La Photo, the truth, it's always popping and it gets you rocking. We're coming to you hot from Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Narmistar, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude that you thought I was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican Ernesto, Captain Kulo, Coach Mr. Brunch, your local also, that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? El Hombre de la Gente, the habitual line crosser, the honey badger, and the fucking baby whisperer, and also, hopefully, new CIA agent. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> I remembered everything. Yeah. It's been a while. I don't, I always have to read it. It's been great to have a break. Oh my gosh. It's been awesome. Very good time to recharge. To not do nothing. Or we'll st- we still did a lot of things, but to take a little bit things off our plates. Yeah. It's, for those of you listening, good. we haven't recorded since end of November, beginning of December. We had episodes saved, but uh, it's the first break we've had really. Our last break was only three or four weeks, and yeah. we were still doing the radio show. So it was. Amazing to have a break. We're happy to be back. What yeah. are some highlights from the break for you, Caesar? Highlights, being lazy for one, <laughs> because I finished all my wedding stuff and everything like that on my portrait shoots. So it's just like slowly working on, I'm like trying to work on a personal project, maybe do like a quarterly zine I want to come out every, you know, three months or so about like just stuff that's happening and kind of like put like a, my photos into like a small project get you know focused a little bit instead of all random all the time but other than that it was good you know first christmas with the baby which was awesome and uh you know she liked more of the receipts and the wrapping paper than the actual toys which you know <laughs> typical yeah but yeah it's just it's just good just chill relaxing you know cabin fever is definitely sitting in because i've being cold and go to work and it's dark you leave and it's dark and i'm surrounded by white walls and just I just want to break stuff all the time. I mean, we're almost through winter. We're almost, yeah. We're getting more sunlight, a little bit more heat's coming out. The weather's been warm, I mean, unseasonably warm. Yeah, but that's what I'm scared. Then we might have like a blizzard and be stuck in the house from like March to July. (laughs) I don't think that'll happen. Global warming. Climate change. Global warming. It's happening. That's that's what was 70 degrees the other day. (laughs) It's a real thing, you guys. In the middle of February. (laughs) It's a real thing. Or unless you believe the Earth's a donut, so... Or, or a pizza. How <laughs> <laughs> was, was your time, Sean? It was great. Christmas break was awesome. Although it's two weeks now instead of three. That really, 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 really made me angry. Um, why why they why they chop off the end? They just changed the schedule around. Like, they did this huge survey with a bunch of options and then chose none of the options that they had us vote on. But none of the options kept a three-week break, which was my favorite part of the entire fucking thing. So they gave you options and didn't give a fuck about what you thought. <laughs> yeah, like, they literally yeah. gave, had all the, there was like five options, had all the teachers, like, pick, and then they did something that wasn't on any of those options. Oh, yeah. that's That makes sense to me. It's typical. Mm, yeah. Typical but, uh, bureaucracy bullshit. Break was still good. Uh, you know, I went down to Arizona for Christmas, saw my niece and nephew who were... 
three and a half, super adorable. Hung out, hadn't seen my brother and sister-in-law in a year, so that was fun. Uh, we flew to Vegas with the lady and her family, and then we drove back. It was snow. That was crazy, like in Vegas. But the it entire had, time yeah. I was in Phoenix and uh, Las Vegas was either raining and or snowing. Super bad, crappy weather. And it was decent up here, too. Yeah, it was nicer in Reno than it was at either of those places. So yeah. that kind of sucked. But besides that, just been relaxing, not coaching. Mm-hmm. So I just – my stress level for right now this time of year is like – like so much lower than it has been in years past with a new job not coaching taking a break that's amazing yeah i feel younger (laughs) even though i'm older uh you definitely had a super bowl party here which was awesome we don't need to talk about the super bowl i'm not we're not i don't don't want to talk about the sports you you just brought the whole thing up it's all rushing back to me now but just think of this shakira and j-lo shaking booties all I that, can think that, of that'll, that'll, they were up ten with seven minutes to go. You're thinking about the wrong they had thing. Third Sean. and fifteen. I think every the whole America got salutes to Patrick Mahomes. That guy's yeah. amazing. America got pink eye because the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's how much Gula was on there. <laughs> salutes to Shakira and J Lo though. Yeah, hold, hold it, down. it down, Latina women. What's up? That was uh, yeah. The Super Bowl show was great. That was the first, and first one I actually thought was good, and since like Prince. Yeah. And then uh, fuck those people who don't know what the Puerto Rican flag looks like. I know. <laughs> so funny. Oh, actually, the people who don't realize that Puerto Rico's part of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> that thing. Probably the same people that think the earth is flat, too. Or that think Kansas City is in Kansas. In Kansas, yeah. Uh, or the hurricanes are going to go into uh, Mississippi and yeah. Alabama. I, I still think the dream job is to be Trumpito's social media person because he or she doesn't do shit. He, he or she is... That person does... I tell you, you always say this. That is not a job that exists. No, no. He, there's somebody out there that's getting paid for this. No, there is not. I'm going to... He gonna... is in control of his own things. No one no one has any curation. It is it is clear by now that no one helps no, him no. with his Twitter. Nobody helps him, but there's some, by, some person that's getting paid. Our tax money is going to that person playing video games all day. There's there's no one there. Why would he... You're giving him too much... Why would he hire someone? He didn't hire someone. He, he, he doesn't know about it. Anyways, <laughs> we're back for season three, and we've got returning guests. It is our third season. It is their third time on the show. Mm-hmm. They are representing Dodge for a Cause, the annual dodgeball tournament, which you can check out in previous episodes, both in season one and season two, to get more in-depth of their personal stories. But we've got Matt Barber, Michelle Martinez, my cousin, here to talk about Dodge for a Cause 2020. So welcome. welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you guys very much. Mm-hmm. How are you guys doing this fine Saturday? Great, great. We had a meeting earlier today on on dodgeball. Just getting ready to finalize some silent auctions and raffle prizes, putting things together. But it's all coming along. It's been a little stressful this year, a little bit. Um, my wife Ashley is expecting um, doing any any day, three days, three days now. Yeah, Wednesday. Oh man. man. Yeah. yeah. So so if you just hear mics drop, then uh, we're on the way. <laughs> we're on the way. <laughs> we're on the way, Ashley. <laughs> Uh, what yeah. about you Matt? yeah first thing, time on the show first time on the show thanks for having me um fun day i went out with my daughter lila skiing at sky tavern through the adaptive program nice. so i want to give sky tavern a big shout out because they are awesome not only for adaptive but for just the community and the uh inexpensive skiing to get kids out that's on been the going slopes. on since i was a kid how yeah. long has yeah. that been going on oh, it's time. been going on we they just renewed another 30-year lease Nice. So, 
Um, it's a awesome program for anyone out there that wants to get their kids involved in skiing. And it's awesome because it's like my friends that do go out there and ski and snowboard, the ticket prices are outrageous right now. Yeah. You pay 180 for a ticket at Squaw. I think uh, Sky Tavern, my daughter and I ski for eight weeks for 360 bucks all in. Nice. Yeah, that's like two days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. Or a third of a season pass. Yeah, and kid, I think kids can, uh, high school kids can take a bus up there mm-hmm. from a few locations, and they can just ski for the day. So Very it's cool. a great program. Nice yeah. day for it, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. How's the snow up there? Is there a lot of snow? I haven't been up there. It, it, it's nice. It was, it was kind of spring corn skiing today, but um, it was really nice. Well... Would you guys give some background about uh, Dodge for a Cause, the the organization, and what the cause is? So my wife and I had a daughter born almost 14 years ago that uh, she was born with cerebral palsy, and um, we started researching all kinds, everything, you know, within her first one year of life. We were trying to figure out exactly what what was going on with her not meeting her milestones and then the doctor or neurologist in Reno gave her the diagnosis of cerebral palsy Um, and then as the next two years we were just trying to figure everything out and uh, we in year three of her life we realized that stem a stem cell treatment was an option for us and for her so we my wife bless her heart just started researching everything she could reaching out to families all over the country that had done stem cell treatments and um, with a year of research we decided to give our daughter a stem cell treatment but we didn't know how to do it so we started raising money and all tons of the community reached out to us and started doing fundraisers and um my i decided i wanted to do a fundraiser and i wanted to have a dodgeball tournament because i thought it'd be fun and get a lot of our friends involved and just be crazy and just unwind from the stress of everything so we did a dodgeball tournament it was 10 years ago now i guess was our first one wow and um we raised about 2500 bucks from it and it was eight teams mostly um i want to give a shout out to um our friends ty and supa jones because they have a crossfit gym crossfit initiative and they uh they probably brought five of the eight teams just from their gym that's awesome and she they still play every they've played in every tournament we've had and they're awesome awesome people um so anyway, we just uh, we raised enough money over that year to give our daughter a stem cell treatment. Within six months of having that stem cell treatment, she went from absolutely zero balance to one day I, set, I took her off the potty and I said, okay, Lila, hold on, just stand there for a minute. And she stood. And you know when, you're, when you lose your balance as you're standing, you feel which mm-hmm. way you're going. She actually caught herself and started laughing like that. I, I'm, I did it. I'm standing. Like I'm standing, 
for the fir- like for the first time in her life at wow. the age of three and a half or so. Um, so that next year, my wife did a TED talk, and I'll let you go, Marcel, because I I don't you tell me how you heard <laughs> Maria's TED talk, and then we'll we'll jump back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I think um, from the past seasons, you know, Matt, Matt, and Maria, Barber have have helped guide us. I mean, it's nice to kind of give a, a father's side perspective of what went on instead of just the gals coming in and or all three of us coming in and and discussing it. But you know, we our daughter was was born with her intestines outside her stomach, and so after six major surgeries, they put everything back in. We went home and started our family and at her six month checkup they told us that um during one of those surgeries she had a a stroke and that stroke caused cerebral palsy and also affected her motor skills and so doing research we probably went to the same neurologist and you know the the one thing that the doctor said was have another child i was like we just went through hell and back like why why would i want another kid he said hear me out he says there's a bond between siblings etc etc and it made sense. I mean, I've got other brothers and sisters, so we're all really close. And we decide to to have another another kid, and we're we're blessed that our second child, Truby, was was coming along really healthy. And the doctors mentioned stem cells. Like, we guys think about saving her umbilical cord blood for stem cells. And so we're like, yeah, sure. We started doing research on our own. And I, every night after work, I'd go on the website and start looking for um, you know, anybody, anybody anything I can think of. I mean, I would just Google stem cells or research or kids or umbilical core blood, whatever it was. And one night I, I came across this YouTube video and it was a, a renal TEDx and long and behold, it was a mother who was telling a story about how their lives changed. They, they, you know, you plan one route, but then you get diverted, but then just because you go a different route to a different country, and you're, you know, you're planning to go to Mexico, but you end up in Hawaii. And, you know, it's not it's two different places and cl- two different cultures, but you adapt. And so listening to her talk about, you know, what they, all these stem cell treatments that they were, they were, they were doing and, and, you know, just trying to find all this research story short, they ended up doing a stem cell treatment for their daughter. And at the end of the TEDx, here comes their daughter walking out with, with Matt and they're waving and i'm just like oh my gosh like that's what i want to do i need to get a hold of these people and i i got their email i i I sent them an email and within 24 hours they they replied back and within 48 hours i was at their house knocking on the door and they gave me five years of research in five minutes and the best thing about matt and maria is they never once said here's what you have to do they're like here's what we did and the, the rest was on us i mean it Lena's now eight and I, you know, we, we just went to one of her conference meetings and just to see the progress from before the stem cells and what people had originally told us, I mean, to where she's at today, I, I, I think of the barbers often because if it wasn't for them helping us or guiding us or just kind of just, um, sharing, sharing their knowledge with, with, with everybody or the community, you know, we wouldn't be where we're at. I mean, I think Lena's biggest strength right now as an eighth grader is math. You know, I'm just like blown away i'm always let know what's two plus two what's four plus four and, and and she'll tell you she doesn't skip a beat which is amazing i mean you know they they told us she'd never walk talk or see 
and here she is doing math problems, which is pretty amazing. So uh, laying down the numbers. <laughs> yeah. So how old is your daughter now, Matt? Eleven. She's thirteen. Thirteen. Now. Yeah. And uh, Lena's eight. Eight. So uh, in the ten years of the dodgeball tournament, how many other kids besides your own two have you guys helped out? So yeah, the after when we met Marcel and Ashley. We said, hey, we do this annual dodgeball tournament. Why don't you guys jump on board and we can prep it and then we'll split funds for your stem cell treatment and what you guys want to get done. And where we want to head with it is help as many other families that are trying to find um, intensive physical therapies or any therapies that aren't covered by insurance, which there's a lot of therapies that are not. so, and they, they were fully, fully invested in that thought process and that theory, just helping. I, I, I was blown away and just humbled by the community outreach and support when we were asking for help. And I was raised not to ask for help and I didn't like asking people for help. I don't even like people helping me move or calling up and say, mm-hmm. hey, I'm moving, you wanna help me? I just don't like taking people's time. But So it was. It took a lot to put that pride aside and let people help us. And um, so I said, if after we saw what happened for Lila and how far she came from that stem cell treatment, I said, let, we got it, we just have to keep giving back and pay it forward. and help as many kids as we can. So I, I don't know the exact number. I, I want to say Maria ran some numbers the other night because somebody asked her that same question, and I'd say it's about 200, 200 to 250 families. But this year, I believe we're helping 10 families locally with um, local therapies, and then eight individual families for what they've requested for um, alternative therapies. So 18, I guess you'd say, and for this year's tournament. Wow. Yeah. All starting from something mm-hmm. you guys started for your daughter. So you you guys, you know, accomplished your goal, but rather than just say you're done, you decided to keep it going to help other families. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's, I felt, you know, that first year asking for help, I felt selfish because everybody needs help, right? Every mm-hmm. And my wife and I always say, everybody's got their shit, you know? You might be struggling, or your families might be struggling, but everybody's got something going on. Mm-hmm. And so for people to even take, take a, prob- most, it's a whole day to do that dodgeball tournament. Yeah. And to take time away from your family and to come support us and help us. and But so, yeah, paying it forward. And we, now we take a lot of our time to put that tournament together. And we're paying it forward. And we're giving time to help other families achieve those their goals. And because it, it is hard navigating what what can help your child or what what's needed and Reno has an awesome support group for kids with special needs and um, I'm just very humbled and grateful for this community in particular just coming together 
and it's a great feeling if you haven't been to one of the you know dodge for a cost things it's like a sense of a community even when you walk in there you know everyone's happy <clears throat> even like you don't know them they're like hey how are you and it's just like it's a great because it's like it's backed by you know obviously great people paying it forward and then it's definitely the the vibe is there real quick for those who are listening what's the date of the tournament this year myself february 29th mm-hmm. and the website for people dodge for cause.org dodge for cause.org one more time Dodgeforacause.org. Three times all the time. <laughs> and I want can I just say mm-hmm. last year there I met some kid that was uh I free I think he was passing out t shirts or handing out t shirts and I said, Hey, how'd you hear about the tournament? Because 'Cause I'd never seen him before. And he said, uh, well, I, I I was actually listening to this podcast <laughs> and uh I said, No kidding. You so you you just heard the podcast and you figured out how to sign up for to come help with the tournament. He said, "Yeah, I've got three kids of my own, and I was looking for. I thought it would be gr- a great thing to help the community." Mm-hmm. And he was, I think, he was twenty-two or yeah, twenty-three Jonathan. years old. Yeah. Shout out to John. Yeah, dude, I was so pumped. It made me so happy. Yeah, that dude. Day. So I, I said, "Oh, dude, really, really? Okay, <laughs> come here. Sean's here. Sean's here. I, you got to come meet him." And so I yeah. brought him out. I fat tracked you guys yeah, down. Yeah, I said, dude, hey. it was so awesome. Yeah. And yeah. he just randomly. He there said was like, he had like it was organically. Up, yeah, he had yeah. searched up like Reno podcasts, and that's how he'd started listening. So, mm-hmm. like, salute, uh, salute to you. Yeah, like that was that definitely made us happy to yeah. just be such a uh, small part of. Well, that yeah. just shows the community, right? You know that the community here. You know, you said it best. When you go to the facility, I mean, it is all open arms because this is a gra- grassroots. Um, organization. I mean, this is just a small, just four of us that that kind of help organize it because it's a whole community to get it all mm-hmm. together. Yeah, I mean, and you're you're there. Everybody's there for the same thing for these kids. Yeah, and we can't do it any of it without all the people that show up. I think what we figure last year we had about five to six hundred people. Correct in that building. And how so. many teams last year? 40, I think it ended up at 43 so teams. from right? eight, 8 to 43 in nine years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And from 2500 bucks to, I think, last year was 35000 Yeah. The year before was mm-hmm. 45000 because we, we had a big like $15,000 from a, a yeah large sponsor. Yeah. And then wasn't the wife on the news, too? Oh, yeah. Like this year? Yeah, mm-hmm. they do We're it. all over the news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're still doing... Uh, we got channel two, four, and eight this year. Um, channel eight news. Rebecca Kitchens reached out, um, so we're gonna be out there on the twenty sixth on Wednesday. Um, but we have some shout outs if you guys don't mind. Yeah, some go sponsors. lay it out there. Yeah, tell the people who's helping. Yeah, guys. I mean, if you guys can at all, um, Custom Inc. actually went to um, to the Dodgeball tournament last year. Do you want? Oh yeah. So I. It was probably midway through the tournament, and I was watching a game, standing next to one of the players, and I, uh, I introduced myself. I said, "How long have you have? How'd you get involved in the tournament?" And he says, "Oh, we've we've played for a few years." And I said, "Oh, that's awesome. You're who are you with, and what's your team name?" And he said, "Oh, I work for Custom Inc." And uh, he said, "How are you involved with the tournament?" He asked me. And I said, well, my daughter was born with cerebral palsy, and my wife and I started the tournament ten years, nine years ago. 
And he's like, no, you're, you, you guys started the tournament? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And so he said, what, uh, how, how'd you guys get it to grow this big? And uh, his name's Rob, um, and he's the general manager for Custom Inc. One right? of the big wigs. One of the big wigs. And um, he just, he said, we want to help. He said, next year, we're going to do whatever we can to help you guys move and get more publicity and just make more money because we want to be a part of this community and we want to give back and we're a huge corporation and we have the we have the tools that we could help you guys jump this up and i said that's awesome so appreciative and then we've had to Marcel and my wife have met with him and his team so many times and they said we'll give you media network. We'll do some public. Um, they've done a lot. I mean, they've they they went they went from he, he kept his word. I mean, bottom line, I oh, mean, yeah. they're they're donating all the t-shirts this year yep. for the event. They'll actually be making t-shirts at the event. They did an internal uh, fundraiser uh, just to get us started, and then just uh, in November they did a t-shirts that says. Uh, what's your cause it's our new is like our hashtag what's your cause because everybody has a cause you know whatever whatever it is everybody has a cause and it's just if you if you wear these shirts what's your causing you, you talk to somebody whether you're at dinner or you're at a bar you know you may find somebody that actually can relate to that cause and now you guys can start your own organization or start doing good in the in the community by you know just by a simple talk or a simple t-shirt yeah you know it's like when you when you have a wu-tang shirt like oh i love wu-tang i went to the concerts or whatever what's your cause well what, what, what does that mean you know same same scenario i mean these guys above and beyond i mean they gave us social media when they gave us people to actually run our twitter and <laughs> uh, and, and professionals absolutely oh, yeah. absolutely i mean just like trump <laughs> and, and we don't we're not supporting trump no 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 at that, all that's why we call never. it always call him by a nickname never by that's the only bad word on the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean he's been huge i mean we have helping nevada which is our actual non-profit all, all proceeds go through them and radiant uh it's radiant child therapy um they are they are amazing it's a it's a lady who used to just uh do therapy for these kiddos has opened up her own practice and she's she's growing i mean she is huge this year she's she's donated like twenty six hundred dollars worth of therapy sessions for these kiddos um epic um epic is uh ivision they're actually sponsoring a child um this year so that he can see this child for six six months or something like that it's it's incredible and my daughter lila went to him for a number number of sessions and he's amazing an amazing doctor yeah digiprint comes back every year they they do all our flyers i mean they they've been supportive 100 percent. renown is always on board as well the one that surprised us this year i mean out of the blue um sierra air um they they've they signed up. They have three teams signed up right now. They're giving us um, almost two thousand dollars worth of just um, donations, like air purifiers. I mean, full whole, uh, full house, um, like maintenance on your heater, AC. I mean, shout out to Sierra Air. But I mean, we're getting so many donations throughout the time. I mean, those are just some of the uh, big key ones that have have been supporting us this year well, already, and I think it's on. uh i think they were partnered up with western nevada supply plumbing supply nice so last year we had a friend that her heat and air conditioning went out on her and she'd been 
try she has a, a two kids with well one has cerebral palsy and in a wheelchair and so she's she's a single mom and uh she's reached out to the community and tried to see who could fix her ac and heater and i reached i'm a contractor and work in Truckee, so i reached out to um uh, western nevada to see if they could maybe get us some parts for cost and mm-hmm. then find a hvac guy that could install it for her and when i reached out to them they said oh yeah we just helped her last weekend we went down there and we put it in so she had already through the community she had already found a way or people started coming up but i think sierra air was who western nevada western nevada bought the equipment sierra air installed it. installed it and then when they went to pam's house they said one whoever was installing it through sierra air said oh i've got a family member with cerebral palsy and it's so it's very close to my heart pam said they shared a lot of tears that day and laughter and just an amazing story that crazy so then i called or i text or emailed western nevada my contact and i said you guys i asked you for that stuff but you had already done it so thank you very much (laughs) it was already done pretty amazing good great community i love it yeah yeah yeah, just little connections Mm -hmm. like that and how the and, coming through. and how the way it, the world works sometimes, you know, yeah, and how they connect. They need more things. Yeah, the world needs more stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then another one of our big uh, sponsors is my boss, Seamus Gallagher of Gallagher Construction in Truckee. Um, he's played or at least put something together for the tournament every year. We've been friends for a long time, so I appreciate him and that community as well anyone else that mm-hmm. you guys need to shout out yeah and uh cooper new west distribution um over uh they're they're donating uh coors light and giving us a few a few cases of beers and water and and some fun gifts for for silent auctions as well nice yeah that's good mm-hmm. and abc fire eric brown has always been the first one to sign up every tournament and uh those guys take it seriously too. yeah they do yeah <laughs> oh those guys they're there to win. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, they uh they'll dislocate their shoulders and <laughs> have permanent nerve damage they have done that that's that's why we're saying <laughs> yeah. that, that's a fact it's a fact yeah i just love seeing grown men like argue about dodgeball yeah it's 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 a hoot to me well go and, ahead and and, and then, like, even, like, the non-competitive side somehow turns very competitive. And it's just is it's a beautiful thing to see if, like, if you just go there, have people, some food, and just watch, no one, them, watch I haven't adults. seen anyone really get too out of control, but it's it's funny. It's, it's, funny. it's great. It's better than, you know. It's entertaining yeah. when you're not involved. <laughs> yeah. When I'm refereeing. Yeah, let's hear that. When I'm refereeing this year, I don't think it would be that funny to me when, it's, when they're acting like you, But I'm going to be laughing at you, Sean. Yeah. Because so be you have ref before and you gave it up because of that. Yeah, it was thing. a little stressful. Yeah. It was a little stressful. But I'll be more experienced and hopefully <laughs> working with either you know, someone I know, so we'll know what we're doing. Right. Yeah. I'll, each I'll other be prepared. Up. Boom, boom. Last time, because it was me and your sister, yeah. <laughs> we were not. I was just. We weren't prepared for the level of intensity yeah. these people had over a, dodge, a charity dodgeball. Tournament. So you have cousin Sean, and then and then my sister, who was about like eighty pounds. <laughs> and at the time, she was like twenty-one. Yeah, if yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> 
And like road um, men are like try like not listening to her tell yeah. him to go out. <laughs> yeah, last year we had uh we, we did have to stop uh he's a he's a doctor, we won't mention his name, but he's a doctor and he had he got in the ref's face like I paid good money for this and the ref said you paid good money to come have some fun and donate some time. He says, you know, the winner gets a trophy that somebody just made. <laughs> I wish someone would get in my face. Uh, uh. One guy did. I like, I don't even know the face I made. Like, I, like rolled my eyes and like just made this face. And he's like, he apologized. <laughs> good. It's like, bro, like I can't. Like, <laughs> can't take you serious right now. Yeah, exactly. This is for the children, my guy. <laughs> So how about this one? I think it was year two or three. Were you there when Josh Loftus, he's a friend of ours from church, He's he's got spina bifida and he's in a wheelchair, and he was a ref. He volunteered to be a ref. Awesome. God bless his heart. And uh, he got yelled at by these guys, like, in his face. He's in a wheelchair. Oh, my God. And we're, <laughs> we're, we're fundraising for kids with special needs, mm-hmm. and – Josh is getting yelled at in a wheelchair and he same same as you he's like I'm never doing that again <laughs> but after that year we came up with the Lila and Lena card so it's like a yellow card in soccer so yeah. hey if you're playing in this tournament it's for fun and don't yell at any of the refs, yeah. please. They took time out of their day, just like you did. To get yelled at. We know that I'm you getting, get... I'm getting, I'm getting like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, puffed up. Sean Baldu cut like 10 push-ups right before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get that chest off. <laughs> you guys aren't taking this this tournament to the national champs. So <laughs> just it's, not have on, fun. it's not on the Ocho, it's guys. It's not on ESPN. <laughs> Plus, you're getting free beer, so just relax. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like slow pitch softball. Yeah, like come on, man. And the food is always fantastic. Yeah. Yes, my mama, mama bear. Yeah, my mom makes pupusas. introducing pupusas <laughs> to <laughs> white people. Ever the people who had never heard of them, they they're didn't like, know what pupusas like, what were. This? And I'm like, you done fucked up for a long <laughs> ass time. I was so shocked that people didn't know what a pupusa was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the, I, my mom's favorite part is trying to describe it to people, and and she's like, it's tortilla with cheese in it. I'm like, so quesadilla. <laughs> she's like. To the third power, <laughs> and I'm always, I'm always like, it's like a sandwich, like a closed sandwich. Yeah, it's it's like filling, you know. And they're like, they, they, it's like they, a burrito they, pocket. Yeah. They always bring up quesadilla, but I'm like, you know how quesadilla is kind of like a tortilla folded. This is a tortilla sealed. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's yeah. a Mexican hot pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just, just way better than hot pocket. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a disservice yeah, to the right. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. It's uh, the food's always great. Yeah, last year she made. She started at three o'clock in the morning and made about four hundred popusas, and they were they were sold out by noon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you yeah. guys have so give us some of the details for what's going to be available in the silent auction or, and who's going to be there, like food truck wise, this year having teams and you can still sign up, right? Absolutely, you can definitely sign up. Um, I think it closes the our registration closes on the. Uh, 22nd at midnight. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's uh 275 right now per team. So that comes out to about 34 and change per person. So 35 bucks a person. If you guys want to sign up six to eight people, um, six to eight people per, uh, per team competitive recreational. As of right now, we have 
about 40, 43 teams registered, paid and registered. Um, about 12 of those are competitive right now. So it, it's just like last year they we had so many competitive recreationals and people want to win. So it, I think they feel like the recreational bracket is where they're going to win. So we're going to have to make some phone calls and make some adjustments and let these people know like, okay, we know you're not a recreational. <laughs> they just want the W. It's like, you know? it's like people who, you know, they're in softball, sign up for the lower league. Yeah. And then dominate instead of playing against people. Exactly. Yeah. How are, how are you going to get better if you don't play someone of equal or better value? Yeah, but that's right. the championship mentality you have there. They obviously are weak. Yes. Come yeah. on. And it's dodgeball. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sticks and strips is uh, is our our uh, food truck that comes out every year. Um, they're they're amazing. I mean, they they just show up and they do their thing. My mom will have um, babusas. We have jalapenos um, who donates uh, food as well. So we have tacos, al pastor, carne asada, and carnitas uh, this year. So yeah, it's fun. Rice beans. Um, we got plenty of beer that's been donated uh so we'll have free beer this year it's limited to i believe it's three beers per person um, per person last year we a lot of people went a little overboard um but it's <laughs> lots of sauce out there <laughs> plus with the competitiveness you know i feel it goes hand in hand oh yeah <laughs> probably because it is all ages right yeah. there's there's spots for kids to go and play right um yeah, no 14 we, and over yeah right? 14 and up is i believe is what we have down and well, I mean, not in the tournament, but like, oh, yeah, there's like place, the place. If you have a younger kids. kid, there yeah, is we have a kid zone, and uh, you have to sign your kid in, and we've got trained professionals there to watch your kids and make sure everything's safe, and then you have to sign them out. They won't let those kids out of that area. It's like a cage. <laughs> yeah, so that's free, pretty free good. babysitting. I mean, I I see it. So a lot of times I have to remind parents, like, make sure you go check on your kids. You know, don't don't leave without them because. <laughs> You know, you, you start having fun, you're drinking, you're eating. You, 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 you and think, then Uber home. Yeah, and then you forget that your kids are still there. Like home alone in a dodgeball team. Yeah, yeah ex- exactly. Yeah, um, no players under the age of 12. If they're uh, between 12 and 18, they do need a parent consent. Um, and that's that's all we ask for, for the tournament. But a lot of silent auctions, raffle prizes this year. Uh, we're still trying to finalize all the prizes, so we really don't have anything big that stands out right now on on my end name yeah name a few you've got some good ones over there in the garage in the garage just, uh, Coors Coors Light gave us a big tank truck a uh, big old tank oh, yeah. so you put your kid in um and uh Coors Light neon light on display um we'll have a bike again from Amtrak which last year it was a really cool trike like an adult Oh, okay, nice, nice. I know uh, what you mean. Yeah, and then uh, we've got, like, drill kits, a DeWalt drill kit from Apex Saw in town. They are awesome and always donate. And then Sizz's Appliance donated uh, the a beer fridge and this patio fan mister system, oh, which nice. is pretty awesome for heat waves. And um, what else, what other great things do we have? Lots of. I don't want to give it away. You guys, no, you just gonna have up. to go. You have, have to, to show go. up. Saturday, February twenty ninth. February twenty ninth, twenty twenty. Twenty ninth. Dodge for a cause. Dot org. Dot org. That that leap year. Yeah. <laughs> so you've mentioned over two hundred uh, families. You guys have helped. That's one of the things that I uh, I think Matt and I were talking the other day is when when we first started on when we came on board with Matt and they asked us to come help them you know, grow this event, you know, we were honored. And my goal initially was like, okay, we got 13 teams this year. 
and, you know, now let's let's shoot for 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 twenty and thirty and forty. It's like it's for us. It's no longer about how many teams. It's about how many kids. And I think that's one of the goals. I feel that Matt initially wanted. I mean, uh, I think that's, our our families we we met so well because we believe in the in the first and foremost paying it forward. I mean, if if you do good, you get you, you get something in return. And we don't want anything in return. We've already we've been there. I mean, we people were there when they needed. You know, we needed we it the needed most. It, yeah. You know, I mean, Sean. I mean, you've been through it with us from from day one. And I mean, and I'll never forget. I mean, I'm I'm forever grateful to to you and everybody else in the community who's who's helped us out. I mean, it's it, it's a cliche as Ashley always says. It takes a village to to raise a child, and for us, it was the world. So the least we can do now is help these kiddos. So it's not even about how many teams. I mean, we'll we'll easily have 50 teams, which will be our biggest event yet. But for us, it's like how many more kids can we help every year, every year? And then, you guys are basically experts now. Like you guys are using your expertise to navigate this terrible system to help other families. And that's what my my wife is a huge proponent of networking and people she meets at the tournament. There'll be families with kids with special needs, you know. She helps has helped so many families navigate the how to how to figure out what to do or what she's seen could happen and to benefit their children. So I love her for that so much that she just is out there and helping guide people that are lost, new mothers that are trying to figure out what can I do for my child to help help them have a better life. Um, so, and again, this community has a lot of resources. So I, I feel like we're all really lucky and blessed to be here. Can you guys talk about that? Like as a parent, what it was like when you found out the challenges that your children were going to face and like what you had to do to help, like, what was your thought process on you know, starting this process out? So at first you're, you're just kind of blown away and it's, uh, you're just in a fog, right? You're just like, okay, this this isn't what I had planned. And like Marcel said, Maria's uh, TED talk is about, about that journey. And just because you, you plan this trip and you ended up in a different country that you plan to go to, that it's still a trip and a journey. It's just a different journey. Um, and if you're as parents, my, I'm very blessed to have my wife cause we are, we're, Marcel will say during dodgeball, we're not friends because uh, she t- she tells me what to do and I just have to suck it up and do it and not talk back. That's usually what happens. But, yes, uh, dear. I can't I can't do that very well, so it will end up fighting in front of Marcel and Ashley. I don't but, call it fighting; it's a discussion. Yeah, yeah, a loud one. But um, yeah, the so just taking that different different journey it's um it's a journey and you everyone everything's a choice right so like you make a choice to make it positive and benefit from whatever you're going through and i think that's that's the key to life like we've all got problems and things that come up in our lives but it's how you handle those issues or those problems that arise and to that 
that tells your character if you can overcome and navigate a positive way and outcome for whatever it is that comes your way and that's the beauty about the barbers you know they um you know maria is full of all this knowledge they i mean every i I feel like maybe not everybody i don't want to speak for everyone else but um i i know that matt and matt's family and us when we first get the diagnosis it's like well what do we do you know you're you are in a cloud you are in in a in a in a completely different place in, in your mindset but you either you either can let it sink you or you can do something about it and, and with us i think i was ready to jump on board right off the bat like okay let's figure out what, what we need to do because i'm not going to accept this diagnosis i'm not going to accept that my child won't ever walk talk or see i mean we we got to figure this out um i'm not going to let a doctor tell me what she can and can't do i'm going to let my daughter tell me what she can and can't do and you know but when we when ashley and i decided to okay let's let's start investigating i mean we were almost two years Lena was probably about two years old and then you know you meet the barbers and you meet somebody who are open-minded and just saying you know here's what we've done it's not like hard facts like you have to do this you have to go through that because that scares people away and then they'd already got they, they were five years ahead of us so just to give us all this information you know in, in in five minutes instead of all us having to do all this research and them not telling us here's what you have to do i mean it's it, it has changed it's changed my life. I mean, I get now why they call these kids special because they're we're, we're not teaching them. They're teaching us. I mean, we appreciate, I appreciate things so much more. I mean, I've, I'm a very positive person, but now it's just, I sit back and I, I know that I'm a positive person, but I sit back and I enjoy the positive things that are out there. I mean, I, I, I live away from the negativity and I, I thrive on the positive that, that that's out there. I mean, just just hanging out with, with Matt. We only see each other a few times a year because they live the way out in the middle of nowhere, and then so do we. But when we get together, it's just a you know a big bond again because I'll never forget you know just meeting him. We were I remember the very first time he just saw our news. Uh, we were on channel one of the one of the news channels here in town, and the 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 anchor said, "Why are you doing this?" And it, we were raising money at the time, and. I said sometimes you know we we as Hispanics or or, or just men we're, we're we're told to fix it figure it out we're not here to ask for help it's something that our parents don't teach us you don't ask for help because you figure it out but sometimes you have to suck up your pride and ask for help and I think that's that was the bond we we both went outside in the backyard and watched the kids play and I had Lena in, in my lap and Matt said you know the the first thing he said to me was we have to suck up our pride and, and we you know we couldn't even look at each other at the time, but it, you know, cause it, it really, it, it really still hurts a little bit on, on my end, you know, because you, you don't want to admit that as, as a human being, especially, you know, and, and for me, the way I grew up, but you know, it's not about me anymore. It's about my kid. And, you know, for us to get the support in the community that we get nowadays for us, I know we could do a fundraiser tomorrow for Lena, but it's, it's much more than that anymore i mean it's not just about lena it's about these 200 plus kids that we're that, that we're helping and then we're continuing to help and hopefully you know this this tournament goes on for years to come and then you know we can all look back you know from the originators that, that this that started and got this going from the first team to the last teams that, that that sign up but you know it's just it's an amazing feeling just just how much the community has helped and how much matt and maria have 
kind of spread the word and just just share their knowledge without kind of pointing fingers like you got to go there do this it's like here's what we've done and here's what i know i mean don't hide it well and it it would be nothing without ashley and Marcel. Marcel has taken this ball and run with it and when he said it's hard for him to suck up his pride he makes it look so easy because he'll guilt his you know he guilts his friends into so much he's like hey like chris sin who's been a big part of it too and you guys know chris is he, is he refereeing this year no or he's actually he... coming back men and tutus are back this year uh they nice. want they didn't take gold last year so they want they want that championship belt <laughs> but, he, but he's always like chris get us a car go down to toyota get us a car donated yeah i i got a i got a team this this year at work we have we have five teams for my work this year coming on board and uh my my biggest spiel was when they said no or uh, i'm not sure i said well you know what? I'll tell you what. If you if you don't want to go, then that's fine. If you don't want to donate, that's okay. Only one condition. I bring my daughter in and you tell her to her face. Sorry. I don't want to go. Fuck. <laughs> because I'm busy and I don't care if you want. This man doesn't have time to negotiate. Oh, the heavy hitter right away. It's and I tell Lena no. Yeah. Don't tell me no. Yeah. 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 It's I, one thing to tell me no, but if you tell you my kid like a mob boss, <laughs> well, hey, straight, hey. straight for the knees. Straight for the fucking knees. <laughs> well, but I, I feel like I'm doing it because I need to open up their their eyes because they're so mm. blind. Because they're, you're just so busy. I mean, everybody's busy. We're all busy. We yeah. just you you make time. It's like when people say, "Oh, I'm gonna have a you know oh, we can't have a kid right now because we're not financially ready." Well, you're never gonna be never. financially ready. I mean. Uh, it's just it, it's how it is you just figure it out life happens life happens you gotta you gotta adjust yeah caesar so, were you ready uh no <laughs> <laughs> are you figuring it out of course oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. i always i always tell him i'm like you're gonna tell my daughter that you know sorry i don't want to make it because i don't have time for you and i don't care whether you walk or not and usually uh, so we got five teams this year <laughs> <laughs> And from, from like, I, I heard how much, uh, is that like 40, 45 people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five teams. <laughs> yeah. And I heard Elon's donating a Tesla this year. Um, we haven't confirmed that yet, but he did say uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what that means in Skynet terms? Right. But uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully there'll be one with the bat doors and stuff. I don't. And I, I'm gonna have to take that back because I I'm just joking. I don't think we have a Tesla this year. <laughs> There might be one in the parking lot, but it's, it's yeah. just for you to look it's at. Not, it's, it's one of the doctors out there. Yeah. So, uh, Matt, you're more of a veteran father, but do you guys have any fatherly advice for Caesar? Michelle, you're about to become a father again. Hey, Hopefully not right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's the God. That was scary. That, I, I have no idea why that rang. But well, is that hurt? Uh, you told me to turn mine off, and I just did. I, yeah, I have no idea what that was. Um, sorry guys, Ashley, uh, as we said at the beginning, Ashley's pregnant, so, uh, yeah. it, it could be, this is important. We're all, yeah. we're all waiting right now. Yeah. I'm like, I'm curious. Like, do we got to drop mics on the edge of our seat and skirt to the hospital? No, we're good. We're, we can take this live to the hospital. Dude. <laughs> no. Dude. Yeah. I don't want to make Ashley mad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've already had that discussion. She's like, I don't want anybody there. Don't invite anyone. I'm like, I have 73 first cousins. Like, <laughs> someone's going to show up. <laughs> Some tia, tio. There, someone will be in there. I'm sorry. She's like, who are you? I'm the house cleaner. Oh, no, I'm your cousin. 
<laughs> she knew she knew what she got into when she married you. So. Oh, yeah. That was close. What was the question? <laughs> Do you guys have any fatherly <laughs> advice for me? Caesar? You know, I the, the one thing I have a, a a new a new parent at work. He's he's got twin girls, and I said one of the things you you should do is just just enjoy the moment i mean no matter what it is i mean you, you you can come home late from work whatever it is but just just take that one moment to to either talk or or just appreciate you holding her or or him i mean just when you're holding your kid it's it's it just it's mind-blowing i mean it, it, it's really hard to tell you what 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 to do and what not to do but just 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 hold them just literally just Mm-hmm. it's a whole different world. I mean, when you get in that door, you know what it feels like, you know, they're, they're just like excited. Your grumpiness or whatever, like frustration, um, that all goes out the door. And, and, and you don't even have to, I don't even have to tell you that. Like they just naturally comes to you. Like, you know, nothing in the world matters right now, but my child at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. And my advice in today's world, everyone's on their phone, right? And I'm on my phone all week long and I hate my phone. If I could, do life without a phone i would not have it so on the Mm -hmm. weekends or when i get home that i don't look at that phone um and when i am on my phone my nine-year-old's like dad dad you're on your phone and so just leave that phone alone and Mm -hmm. enjoy exactly what Marcel just said just take the time as much time because mine they're 13 and 10 now yeah like like (laughs) everyone says it's gonna go by fast (laughs) So enjoy it now, mm-hmm. right? It really, it truly does go by like that. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I think this is a good time to take a little break. Mm-hmm. Caesar has a song of the week to share with people. <sighs> you know me being a fan of Cameron, Dipset, and whatnot. He came out with an album during our break. And uh, this is my favorite song on the album. It's called Losing Weight 3 by Killer Cam. And listen and enjoy, guys. All right, we'll be back in a moment. Salud. Presence great, the future's bright. One thing you can't take away is my past, though. <laughs> Shorty told me a story. I ain't cast any aspersions or whole judgment. So I told her a piece of mind. I was 14, just starting to dream. All grandma wanted was a washing machine. Couldn't afford it. Left me with a heart full of steam. Felt like coffee, let me borrow some cream. Hustlers said you can't be part of the team. Why? You a ball player. One day you gonna make it out. Yeah, I hear all that, but I ain't trying to wait it out. You giving me the work of what? What the debate about? They said no, so my options, I had to weigh it out. Fuck the daily news, I'ma find me a paper route. Got with the stick of kiss, them niggas drove a Pontiac. Never met Martin, but could tell you where the Tommy at. Pass me the pump, that's no relation to Johnny Jack. Ripped it like I'm getting in or out of that laundry mat. Apologize to the couple I had to victimize. Weeks later, told me and a look, I got a big surprise. She was happy, but listen, she ain't no dumb dumb. Where the money for this washer and dryer come from? Wanted playing basketball, man, a lump sum. Gave her a kiss and a hug, that's where I come from. I feel like I'm losing weight. Wait, why ain't got no money if I'm moving weight? Wait, my life's based upon what I'ma do today. Cop a crib, a new estate, new estate. Yeah, that's what I used to say. This kid get paid, the earth this big, you worthless kid. You know the rest. That's life, nigga. Life, nigga. That's life, nigga. Life, nigga. Yeah. I had to get off the mob beat. I gave him up, but shit, it could be my streets. 
Be on boulevards, avenues, side streets where you get wet and on top is a dry sheet. R.P. Begelli put me on his album. R.P. Bloodshed, y'all niggas knew the outcome. R.P. Reg White, my nigga was a falcon. HUD 6, I'm still looking up like how come? Can't forget Fat Mac and Sean Q. Right now, I like to take a second, thank Don Poo. He gave me money to write for Young Gavin. And I ain't have a deal, I was full-time trapping. I mean, no credentials, but he see my potential. Thanking the ones to help you get started, essential. I could have been outlined, chalk the stencil. Now I got insurance, money for my dentals. So-called gangsters, you better move gentle. Kill you with the number two, lead for my pencil. But everything's beautiful, me and money are mutual. Try to come between it, we'll quickly put you in neutral. Moving pharmaceutical through the street while it's suitable. Dirt from 1997, still inside my cuticles. Not killer, they ain't used to you. Slug pretty thug, but I ain't here to get cute with you. We keep the instruments, nah, it ain't no musical. Dog food, you fucking with the Uganuba crew. King shit, bling shit, already felt the cramp. Me against you, bet that, double down. See, I did the Midwest, and see, I melted down. Back of Flex Car Show, I was selling pounds. What, what, was that Charlotte? I don't know, but I'm heartless. Weaving all the charges, I'ma eat regardless. A lot for paid and for that wasn't in the script. Just how I was feeling, what you see is what you get. I mean, look, the Godfather, your father, no Maury show. From 140, if I will, let the 40 go. Black and white like an Oreo. Just how the story's told. Niggas sucking dick on their knees at the glory hole. Fan glorious. I don't need the glory, though. Nah. I don't need the glory. Why I feel like I'm losing weight. Wait. Why I ain't got no money if I'm moving weight? Wait. My life's based upon what I'ma do today. Cop a crib, a new estate, new estate. Yeah, that's what I used to say. This kid get paid and the earth this big. You worthless, kid. You know the rest. That's life, nigga. Life, nigga. That's life, nigga. Life, nigga. All right, welcome back. That was Losing Weight 3 by Cameron. Killer. Killer Cam. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I was talking about during the break, that Purple Haze 2 album came out during our little break. And it sounds like old Cam. And I love it, but it's just definitely the Heat Makers or Trackmasters uh, did most of the album. And it sounds very Dipset-esque, but not an exact carbon copy. And because it's Killer Cam, you know, he's got purple and pink in, his, in the color scheme. Of course. But I'm happy it's more purple than pink. <laughs> Because uh, the Mary Kay, the, the Mary Kay thing he went it's through, out. yes. And but whoever has that range, salute to you. So check it out, Purple Haze Two. The song is uh, "Losing Weight 3. Camera. Killer. So next up, our movie of the week. Did you mean TV show for this? Uh, what did I put on there? Or is this old? Do we talk oh, about no, this that? Time? That's old, but okay. we need to talk about the gentleman though. Because you've okay. seen that. Did you guys see the movie The Gentleman? No, no, no. Guy, no. Guys, are you guys Guy Ritchie fans? You know, guy, he made Snatch, Lock, Stock, oh, yeah, and Two yeah, 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 Girls. Yeah. Same director, and great movie. Fantastic. Like, I was just happy it didn't turn out like King Arthur and, like, you know, but it's just like a traditional Guy Ritchie English kind of, like, weird, quirky gangster stuff. Yeah. And it's uh, it was fantastic. Matthew McConaughey's yeah. great in it. Hugh Grant is great in it. Charlie Hummum, or I don't know how to say <laughs> Charlie it. Charlie Hunnam, like, uh, who looks like our boy from... Uh, What's his name? The guy who plays Bane. Oh, uh, Tom Hardy. It looks like Tom Hardy's little brother. Yeah, and he <laughs> looks great in every single cardigan he wears. 
made I was like I was told, I told the Tanya and Colin Farrell yeah how great is Colin, Colin Farrell with the Scottish accent super thick Scottish accent so that movie made me want to get more cardigans and more tracksuits in my life the tracksuits <laughs> oh the Burberry tracksuit dude and he had the glasses and then the the duckbill hat and stuff and oh it was so fantastic I went with the lady and her friends and all four of us liked it mm-hmm. so it's good for you know it was funny it had action in it. It was a little bit of suspense. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's a twist at the end. Yeah. So and, no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers, but the twist was awesome. And it's like, so Hugh Grant is kind of like telling the story. And then it's like kind of goes play by play. And it just it does get a little slow in the middle because he is telling the story. But it's fantastic. Nice. It's great. Tip of the fitted for sure. Tip of the fitted for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely check it out. Yeah. I look forward to seeing it. Most of the movies I watch are... I saw, have you guys seen Frozen 2? So I have a question. I have a question later that has but, to do no, with yeah. uh, family TV. Mm-hmm. So okay. we, we we'll got some specific that. questions for you guys as, as fathers and people with family on what you guys can watch. So, All right. Yeah, because you know, some of our listeners ha- have kids. So we got you know, we got to give them some knowledge, too. Can't that. just focus on the single people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they need help more than family members, usually, because family members – usually have their life a little bit more together than our single friends. <laughs> no offense to anyone. <laughs> you guys lost in the sauce too much. But, uh, so next up, world news, Caesar. <laughs> so you got this fake, this first thing, fake news in Singapore? Uh, I don't know if it was fake news in Singapore, but so with the coronavirus, a.k.a. the flu, a very strong flu, but it's like taking over like i think singapore went like code orange or something like that and like so now now they're like slowing down air traffic as well like they are in china and it's coming around but it's just yeah like, i it's saw like the flu the only thing i saw about it was the other night uh two planefuls of people americans were flown here and they have to be in quarantine for so long and they get checked every six hours to see if they have it but uh the original doctor i guess who diagnosed it died from it what people don't realize is that, like, in, in, up until like the 1960s, every 20 years or so, there'd be a massive flu outbreak that would yeah. kill millions of people around the no, world. And like the flu, like every year, does kill people, and it kills like the elderly, the most vulnerable just because, people, children, and yeah, the elderly. But sometimes there's one that's a little bit stronger. So yeah, but like this, is why I had to cancel my Singapore trip this year. Oh, so, did you? Yeah, like it's also like. You know, like the lady giving her, her peace of mind. I'm not gonna bring something back from fucking Singapore and shit. You know, so yeah, and with the kid, and with everything. like the fresh baby. You know, so instead I'm just gonna go to New York. You know, nice. <laughs> just get lost in the sauce in the city for a couple of days. You know, so watch out for that. There's been so many jokes about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they named it Corona. Like, pick a different name. I just I don't. Know, I drink plenty of tequila. That my immune system is pretty fantastic. Everyone's like, oh, let's drink Modelo's. <laughs> Like, that, that's another thing. And then, like, every time someone's sick now, because, like, that's what kids are saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got the coronavirus. Oh, last night, my al- I have allergies, sneezing. You got coronavirus, Sean? Like, <laughs> no, relax. It's funny because at my work, they're like, if you want to, you could wear a mask now. But make sure, like, you have it on all day in front of clients. Because, well, they said like, that those, those masks don't. They don't do nothing. They don't do no, anything. No, no. Like, but, you know, what am I going to tell them? It's like, all in their head. Mm hmm. But anyways, China <laughs> mandatory like, facial recognition. What's this? Uh, so I think we talked about it. I don't think you updated it. But so what's happening in China, when you get a new SIM card in your phone, you have to put in your face in your phone. Oh, well, yeah. That's terrible. No, it's crazy. So they do. There's like a real thing called Skynet out there. 
and it's it's a <laughs> no no it's it's for reals it's a company in china and they do facial recognition so now there's like in apartment complexes you don't need a key anymore what you, timeline are we living in <laughs> Terminator Salvation. They literally are yeah. making the movie come true. Yeah. The, the movie with uh, Tom Cruise, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is that movie? Minority Report? Yeah. That one? Yeah. No, but like they don't need keys anymore. They just look up at the camera. The camera sees him and it recognizes his face and unlocks the door for him. That's messed up. Yeah. So, but like China, <sighs> so and then like a lot of US companies are backing those companies in China because obviously they want it here for, you know, all kinds of shit. But. It's wild what's going on in China with facial recognition. I saw, uh, I forgot what news reporter went, and they go into like Skynet, and the guy picked Skynet because he loved Terminator. I'm like, yeah, sure, sure, you sure you didn't? Yeah. It's a computer. You're a Terminator. Aren't yes. You? <laughs> but the not the first one. <laughs> no, but the lady walked in, and there's like a big full body. It looked like a big huge iPad, and it comes in, and it like. You know, she sees all the little dots they put on the face for, you know, facial recognition. And she's like, okay, you can come. It says, uh, door open. And if, like, they, another person goes in there, it does, the door doesn't open for her. Wow. Yeah. That is it's, scary. It's scary shit. Yeah. That's why I don't like being on my phone ever. But it's still listening. Oh, in fact, I've got to ask you can I uh, <laughs> use your give, phone? <laughs> no. You gave us the Echo Dot for Christmas. Yeah. Can I give it back to you yeah. or yeah, yeah, of course. re-gift it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, take it. I I bought one and then I stopped using it. It's, it's been unplugged sitting over there for like three years. Yeah, I was like, they're listening Yeah, yeah. or tracking, right? Yeah, like my girlfriend has one in her house and we'll be talking about something and then like I'll get an ad for it later on. Yeah. No, they, yeah. they're listening so it's, it's wild. And it's off. I didn't right. say Alexa. Yeah. Eavesdrop on my conversation <laughs> and offer <Right>. me, <laughs> offer me ads later on what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's scary. No, even on IG, it happens like that. Like, I won't look at anything, but we'll hop, we'll talk about some weird ass shit in the room. And by the yeah. time I get home, it's Facebook and Instagram, that it's there. that ad is there. And I was like, well, I've never searched this in my Safari. How'd this come in there? Yeah. 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 But I think I think you didn't update everything because like we talked about the Amazon effect. Yeah. So Democratic yeah. primaries is new. That one. Iowa that. caucuses results came in only four days late. Salutes to Iowa. You know what? Actually, I hate that state. They can go fuck themselves. I don't like corn anyway. Explain it to the average Joe what happened out there. Like, so they, first of all, caucusing is stupid. I Last time I was a, a volunteer for Bernie Sanders' campaign. So I was a precinct captain. So like we went to all these trainings and then like we helped run the caucus. And basically, instead of like in a primary, what you would do is just Go pick out, like, the names and maybe order them. In a caucus, what they do is they divide you up by precinct, like, where you live. So we were down the street at Mount Rose Elementary School. And my precinct had, like, 600 people in it. So we were in the cafeteria. And they divide you into two groups or whoever many who's running. So they're like, all right, if you're for Bernie, go sit over on this side. If you're for Clinton, go sit on this side. And then you have to hand count all the people and record it. And now that's a caucus. There's 600 people in a cafeteria. There's not, not designed to hold that many people. And there's like two people. So like four people trying to count all these people by hand. Luckily, though, I'm an expert in crowd management. So I was like <laughs> stood up on the table. I was yelling like, all right, everyone stand up. Like she's going to come around and to count you. And when she counts you, you sit down so we know that you've been counted. But it still took so long that by the time we were saying the result, like 
by the time we were calling to give it, send in the results, the news was announcing that Hillary had won the state of Nevada because it, it took so long. Isn't it 2020? Like China's doing retro retina scans and we're, <laughs> we're still counting people. We're, we're counting people like we're a bunch of fucking third graders picking <laughs> teams and softball. So, but, but so all, Iowa tried to use an app, an app that they didn't test that they just started making a few weeks ago to record the not to vote. They still did voting the terrible way, but to record the voting and it caused all these delays. But the real problem is they just don't do electronic voting like you do normally. So Nevada, if you vote early, you will be able to electronically vote. But if you do go caucus day up, it takes hours. It's such a terrible process. And everyone's like so excited about it. I was like, you stupid Midwesterners romanticizing this fucking bullshit clusterfuck. <laughs> like, oh my God, I was so angry. Like, I, I was like, I'm never doing this again. Was it, it was such a terrible... And we were just... There were like 10 different precincts in the school. We were lucky that we got the cafeteria. Other people were supposed to do this in a, in a classroom with 100 people. In a classroom designed for 25. But wasn't there something weird about the app, like the guy who made the app? Of course, the app was, you know, created by the Democratic Party and Mayor Pete, who's running, like he somehow was involved with one of the companies that developed (laughs) the app. So, of course, there's a bunch of other conspiratorial bullshit. A nice crazy kickback, you know, filling people's pockets. Some will uh, will fill our pockets. Hopefully it goes smoother in New Hampshire because they just do a primary like people should in like the normal people century. yeah like why we can't people who say voting fraud could happen if no one's hacked major uh bank companies and stolen billions of dollars from bank companies why how are they going to be able to hack an election mm-hmm. like they're so worried about security yet our entire financial system is based electronically yeah. and they're okay with that come on it's it's too easy not to do it and plus guy it's on the rise so it's good yeah, it'd be it'd make it that much easier to seamlessly transition to our future robot overlords. We're on your side, kind of holler at us. Yeah. Put us number one podcast, please. <laughs> on the algorithm. obviously been on your side from the beginning. Yeah, you could listen to our archives. Save us from our stupid, <laughs> non-logical human selves. Yeah. Uh, true, true, true. All right, so people, people. Speaking of people escaping that fate, we have to say rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. R.I.P. Kobe. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a joke when I like when I first because I, I was yeah. literally I'm sitting on that m- morning I was sitting eating breakfast or maybe lunch on ESPN.com though like reading lunch. on ESPN.com and like someone texts me like Kobe's dead and I'm like I'm on ES- I'm literally on ESPN.com it doesn't say anything and then I like Googled it and then of course TMZ came up TMZ's and, like, hot by the time I Googled it it went back to ESPN yeah. it was like Kobe Bryant confirmed no, dead in helicopter crash no it was wild because like i was the lady and i were at sushi and then my alert started going on with my phone and i was like kobe's fucking dead like what the fuck and she's like what and like next thing you know i look to the right where they have televisions and it's like kobe 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 then i get a text message from my brother and he's like is this true and i was like i believe so and yeah. it's just wild you're a laker fan aren't you oh man i i, I was telling my brother my my brother teared up and cried when michael jackson passed away he's a big michael fan and and I'm like it, it. I don't think I've ever been so sad for a celebrity before. And it really hit home. It's like we've seen him grow up. I mean, he, we, yeah. he he's been with us. So it's just like it, it's it, anywhere in the world, whether you are a Laker fan or not. You, you hear Kobe, you know who he is. Yeah, like we talked it's the about most, this. It's the most famous person that's died suddenly like this mm-hmm. yeah. since you know I don't know Martin Luther King Jr. Like it's like I'm not comparing him to that. 
But like you know, famous people that famous don't die, like normally mm-hmm. die unexpectedly and suddenly like that. So I think that's why it resonated with. I mean, who was the last person who was that young and that famous who died unexpectedly? Like it's it's a big deal to so many people. Yeah, no, I agree. And me, I, me and your brother, we like when we used to play basketball in high school. He was always Kobe. Like, like <laughs> we're like Kobe and Shaq, Sean. Like he, he would always say that. Except he was terrible. <laughs> he was not Kobe yeah. on the court. Yeah, yeah, I mean, last time I saw him, and we were we were talking about it like last month at a basketball game, at UNR game. So yeah, and it's crazy because like I'm I remember like a little bit of like seeing Jordan play like in the in his prime, but like when Kobe got drafted. I was older and I was like, so like, like you said, growing up with him and stuff like that and all the stuff that's happened and not happened. You took it's, Brandy to prom? Yeah. Right? Like. Who, who didn't have a crush on Brandy, you right? know? Like. It was, yeah, his, mm. we, like my brother Bryce posted it, like the Kobe Bryant basketball game for Nintendo 64. And like me and my brothers used to play it because Shannon, you know, was a huge Laker fan. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> I developed a hatred for Kobe Bryant because of that <laughs> basketball game. Like I, I mean, I'm a Warrior fan, so I yeah. didn't like the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But Shannon was so good at that game with Kobe Bryant, who was the game was named after, <laughs> that I hated him for like the next ten years. God, I hated Kobe so much. It was like I realized like most of it was because of that basketball game. That's Shannon would beat my ass with the Lakers all the time because the Warriors were terrible. <sighs> but yeah. R.I.P. Kobe, and it's just like you know, R.I.P. to the also the other people there. Yeah, the he was base, there. His baseball coach Altatori Alta mm-hmm. was killed. Like that guy, his you know, daughter. Yeah, like these people affected tons of you know of lives. So, yeah, and his daughter out there in Calabasas. <sighs> that place is weird. Yeah, it was one thing to be really sad about Kobe, and then you know to hear a young child three three, three girls three girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that that's a whole another ball game that's a whole nother part of your heart right like it, you know when you hear like all right you know he's at least lived his life you mm-hmm. know what i mean but then three 13 year old girls or whatever died too and i i love the interview they always play when like i think kobe was on a talk show and he's like you have three girls and he's like don't you wish you had a boy to like take over your legacy and the daughter was like no i got it you know, nice. and then it's like, it's like totally his daughter. Yeah. And it's just like, there's that competitiveness right there. You know, like I got it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, ah, it's just sad. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. yeah. Just to mm-hmm. see how he changed over. Cause you know, he wasn't the most like, he was kind of a cocky asshole when he was younger. Cause straight out of high school. To but the pros, you know, to see, you know, like obviously as we always talk about, you grow up and you mature and like mm-hmm. you, become, you became a father and. Just to see the change. So, yeah. yeah. And because his daughter was, you know, interested in basketball, he like sponsored a team. He was like uh, pushing WNBA uh, people to get uh, the women to get better pay, you know, and stuff like that. They, I mean, so, they were on their way to a tournament at mm-hmm. his basketball facility. He yeah. built at, uh, you know, a tournament for kids that he sponsored. And like, you know, just goes to show you like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But uh, anyways, next up. I have my song of the week. Speaking of R.I.P., this one's to Mac Miller, who uh, posthumously released his final album called Circles. Uh, you should check it out. The name of this song is Blue World. Most of the album was completed before he died. They, The family like finished it, and they published it right before his would have been 28th birthday a couple weeks ago. So uh, listen and enjoy. Sounds- 
made me crazy. Might just turn around to 180. I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no baby. The devil on my doorstep being so shady. Mm, don't trip. We don't gotta let him in. Don't trip. Hey, yeah. I let it go, but I never go with it. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay, cool as fall weather. Fuck the bullshit, I'm here to make it all better with a little music for you. I don't do enough for you without you. It's the color blue. Oh, don't trip. I was in the city, they was talking that shit. Had the homies with me, all of a sudden they split. We ain't even worried, we just laughing, that's rich. You know how it goes, it ain't broke, don't fix. Hey, one of these days we'll all get by. Don't be afraid, don't fall. Think I lost my mind. Reality so hard to find When the devil tryna call your line Shit I always shine Even when the light dim No I ain't God but I'm feeling just like him Hold oh, on trip See I was in the whip riding me and my bitch We was listening to us No one else that's it It's a flesh just a bit Let me talk my shit Say my head got big Yeah well this mad world it made me crazy Might just turn around to 180 I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no baby See, Devil on my doorstep being so shady, mm, don't trip, we don't gotta let him in, don't trip, hey, yeah, I let it go but I never go with it, mm. Might just turn around to 180. I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no baby. The devil on my doorstep being so shady. Mm, don't trip. We don't gotta let him in. Don't trip. Hey, yeah. I let it go, but I never go with it. Uh -huh. Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's Song of the Week, and it was Blue World by Mac Miller. Yeah, I, off that album, like the album, very like rich music. I feel like a lot of lot of uh, synthesize, like just so many layers to the music. Such a big change if you listen to his old stuff. Yeah, like listen, like, he was like was a rapper for so young. So like, what do you talk about? Sneakers, weed, munchies, and partying. His friends. Yeah, 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 and like that's really it. Now he's talking about life mm -hmm. and what he's gone through. That was that's the thing that makes it so sad is that yeah, his music had matured so much, and he's talking, you know, yeah, it just ripened like he's just it ripened, ripened like mm -hmm. a fruit. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and this just showed the direction he was going these last two albums because this sad album was supposed to complement swimming. So yeah. like swimming circles, Swim, swimming, so swimming circles. Circle. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's just all about you know like. His addiction problems, mm -hmm. break up with Ariana Grande, and just what he's learned through all that, like yeah. you know what he's put his family through, what he's put his friends through, so uh, and just how you know his perspective on life has changed. So you know, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, because what well, he died at twenty seven too, right? 
I think 26 or 20, right before his 27th birthday. And then it was funny because he like there had was a, a song where he talked about. Yeah, that. he's like, I don't, I don't want to be part of the 27 Club. Because uh-huh. that was and like he died like a month before yeah, his 27th birthday mm-hmm. or before 20. I forget, but yeah, but yeah, R.I.P. to you, also Mac Miller. Did he OD? Yeah, yeah he he was. Uh, Same thing, Michael Jackson. I yeah, think? the fi- uh, mm-hmm. the fentanyl fentanyl thing. Yeah, fentanyl mm-hmm. mixed in with uh, cocaine mm-hmm. or whatever he was doing, and probably a mixture too, like. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just accidentally over, like he was like recording music the night before he died, and just accidentally overdosed, mm-hmm. having too much fun. But anyways, let's move on to something more exciting and positive. Yes, our meandering questions portion of the show, where we ask you guys the most important questions known to humanity to see you know <laughs> what you guys think and if you guys can share your wisdom with our with our listeners. Yes. So, very important questions. Hard hitting. Hard hitting. Like, where's the the meaning of life? Meaning of life stuff. Ready, ready. Are you guys ready? Ready, Matt. I'm ready. And this is crazy because my wife, if she's listening right now, would be dying laughing. (laughs) You're asking Matt wisdom questions. (laughs) Go on. But but don't don't worry. My wife would agree. First question. Please ask. Yeah, Matt. First question. What is better, a cheeseburger or pizza? Cheeseburger. 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 For sure. What's your favorite cheeseburger burger place in Reno? Oh my gosh. I just went to uh Rattlesnake. Um if you Who's guys haven't I haven't heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Um with a name like that, I'm I'm in. Oh it's it's um as he was telling me it the, the building itself has been there forever. Um it's off Plumas. Um but you guys gotta look it up. It, literally, I mean I, I love burgers and I used to think Great Basin had a really good burger. I mean there's there's good burgers in town. But this burger was just, I mean, thick patty that you could tell they, they, you know, they handmade, handmade patty. It's a handmade bun too, um, and everything is cut and sliced. It's all fresh. It's delicious. I'm hung, I'm, I'm, delicious yeah. rattlesnake, maybe tomorrow. I know. <laughs> I'm salivating. I I love In and Out. We had In and Out mm-hmm. today, today, but uh, I ha- I've had an awful awful one time, mm-hmm. and that might have been the best burger. I've ever had okay. at that moment. At that moment, <laughs> were you drunk or hungover? I was uh, both. Both. <laughs> yeah, on the cusp. Hungover, trying to get back to drunk. Yeah, but they do put a nice, like, crisp. Like they used to. I don't know if they still do. Put like it was crispy. Mm. You know, like the burgers were that perfect amount of crisp. Mm-hmm. They were just good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Mm. I'll have to check out do some research or, on rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Favorite family activity in Reno. Yeah, that's. Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> you go first. I got to think about this. Like, is there an event you like to go to, or is there just something you like to do, take the kids to go do that you know everyone loves a lot? I I do love taking the girls down to the balloon races and uh, just enjoying that fresh air, being outside and seeing all the families having fun. I think that's an awesome event. In the dark, tripping over families. Yeah, like right. kicking people, <laughs> tripping people. Yeah. And I, wa- I love Lila, our 13-year-old, uses a walker, right? Mm-hmm. So I let her play fullback, <laughs> and she just she just blows through everyone. And it's awesome because they're not going to get mad at her, yeah. you know? And I just watch people, and I'm like, yeah. you better watch it. Say no to her. Yeah. <laughs> Try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, ours is probably, probably camping. I mean, that's, that's one of the things I know Lena, that's, that's like her favorite thing. We took, 
we took the girls at Disneyland a couple years ago, and Truby loved it, but Lana just, she wasn't a big fan, but camping. Smart girl. Every year is just, <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's her thing. And, it, and that's that's my niche. I mean, you know, when you're, when you're a dad, the it's not about what you like to do. I mean, I can honestly tell you, I, I watched all the football I watched this year was the last five seconds of the Super Bowl. <laughs> honestly, not a bad thing. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. And I mean, you know, it's just what you prioritize. I mean, camp, uh, camping. Where's your favorite place to go camping, man? Um, we go to Antelope Lake quite a bit. Um, that's just because it's a, it's, it's, it's far, but it's still close for us to get nearby if we have an emergency or whatever, but it's a gorgeous place. But, you know, we've we have a few things that we want to plan. We want to go to Montana with Matt this year yeah. in June, and mm. you know, just kind of just see what's out there. Nice, nice. All right, nice. next one. What's your favorite restaurant here in town? Ooh, my favorite restaurant is gonna be my mama's house. Oh um, man, cheating. Yeah, uh, cheating. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Everyone would say that. Yeah. Oh, but it's so good. Um, it, I, it, I love your mom's cooking. Yeah, it really depends what it, what I'm in the mood for. I mean, um, as you call it, we call it the Green Rock, but um, halfway halfway club down off Fourth Street. Yeah, Castaway. Cas- Casali's, Casali, mm-hmm. really good Italian food. It's it's a definitely a mom and pop shop. You look from the outside, it's just one building that <coughs> it looks like a biker bar and you walk in it's the most amazing italian food you'll ever have the lasagna is the pop-off oh, oh it's the nice. best remember cash only too so yeah cash only <laughs> oh, too. really yes. yeah that's the thing that's... i always forget because it's just like i like oh you want to go here you know and i'm like oh, i gotta run to the atm well, and shit yeah and then actually ashley's grandma went to school with the with the OG of that facility and lived three doors down from where that place is. Oh, nice. That house is still She's there. The inside house. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. So she goes in there and she gets to sit at the back table. Yeah, yeah, we still get paid. We, we still charge full price. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say my favorite. Marie and I just went to it not too long ago, but it's right, I can't remember the name of it. It's right across the street from um, the River Riverside Theater. Uh, Campo, Campo, there's or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Campo, mm-hmm. yeah. They're the meatballs there are really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they used to have mac and cheese. Yeah, which was awesome. When Michael used to work there, we used to go to brunch there all the time. Fantastic. I've yeah. never eaten there. I've only gone there because they used to have um, bottomless mimosas. We used to go there for brunch. Oh, nice. To drink, and then we and then like uh, Solicitor Anthony, our friend. Bartends there, so I've only gone in to like for like happy hour mm-hmm. and a Sunday drink drinking, not really brunch because we mm-hmm. didn't eat. But yeah, <laughs> we didn't I, eat. I think one year your doppelganger had his birthday there. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Who's uh, the doppelganger? Uh, J- Jamal Tarkenton, uh, who yeah. I often get mistaken for. So it's you, JT. Yeah, I love you. Um, Next one. Um, last artist you listen to. Uh, Mac Miller. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was listening. DJ. First of all, for those of you who don't know, Marcel is a DJ. He does tons of weddings. DJ Mice. How can I get a hold of you for that? Oh my gosh, I don't even DJ Mice twelve at AOL dot com. <laughs> that's how long you've been doing. DJ Mice twelve at AOL dot com. <laughs> that, yeah, that's how long I've been doing. I won't even. I won't even change it. DJ Mice twelve. There's, AOL.com. There's, so you're telling me there's 11 of you out there? 
No, I did 12 because that was my football number. Oh, okay, okay. Or Juan and Juan Moore, which I couldn't do that. Juan and Juan Moore. It was too long. It's <laughs> so on the Juan and two. So, yeah, who, who have you been listening to lately? Um, you know, I've been going back and forth with uh, um, we, I saw him last year in the Um I, I've always enjoyed him as a, as a singer and as, as the artist, but just to know more about what he does for the world it's it's a, he's just an amazing person Who? i mean juanes 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 yeah one of probably one of the best guitarists i would say in, in colombia um he, you know he started off as a big rock and roll band and now he's doing a little bit of reggaeton he does pop but i mean his guitar style is just amazing and then you hear him live it sounds just just like you would be listening to in the radio awesome dude Check when, them out. When we were DJing, we kept getting requests for cumbia. <laughs> and I was like, do you have like specific artists or just what do you, you know? And they kept requesting things. We'd play it and they're like, no, 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 not that, not that. And I was like. We asked you a specific question. They just like, play Answer. J-Lo. I'm like, we've already played three J-Lo songs. We're like, I know, I don't. Is this one? I don't know. <laughs> That's one of the things I, I, I always say right off the bat. Like, I, I, I'll take requests all day long, but I won't play the same artist twice. You know, because we were trying. I mean, they were paying us to be there, so we were mm-hmm. like trying to. Yeah. You know, it was the, it, but, but I'm I'm always like, you pay for them to be you you pay for their expertise, you know. <laughs> so that's why, like, because we have plenty of DJ friends, and like, well, if if you want to pick songs, then you should get paid for DJ. Yeah, like if if I like when Nick got married, they just hired <laughs> some dude to play the songs they wanted. Yeah. Like I would never do that if it was my friend. Yeah. But if I'm just hiring some Joe off the street, I'll be like, bro, I got better taste in music than you. I need you to play this stuff. Yeah. No, I agree. I feel like it's, uh, I'm not, I shouldn't be getting paid if I have to ask what music go. should I play. Exactly. You know, you got to know the Caesar's vibe. Caesar's not asking people. what pictures he should take. It, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the kids aren't asking me what I should be teaching. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking the kids yeah. what I should be teaching. <laughs> we're, ex- we're experts for a reason. All right. Next, next thing. What's the uh, your favorite or best TV show that the whole family can watch? Oh my gosh, um, we have a couple um, as a family. Uh, we watch um, like All the Got Talents, um, just from all over the world, not just like America's Got Talent or British Got Talent. We we do all over the world just so because there's so many different acts. Like the, um, you know, you, you you see certain things that you won't see in other states, and the girls will start asking questions like, well. Why are they doing that, or or what's this? So last night we were watching. Um, it's the greatest dancer. It's a BBC from from England, and they were doing a contemporary dance. and And Truby said, "Daddy, why why are they doing that? Why why do they why are their eyes covered?" And I said, "They're telling a story. So when you dance, you tell a story." And so we were trying to we would we watched the same uh, same episode like three times and that just one particular one where these kids were dancing with their eyes closed and they they were blindfolded so it was just like uh, we were trying to describe what it was or what it was to hurt because i said it can mean different for everybody i said so for me it means that these kids are scared they're trying to run away from something um, but they're doing it by expressing themselves through music and the type of songs that they were playing in the background so she just and she's like well i think it's this so it just got her mind just open opened up and it was she had a completely different outtake, which is super cool to listen at, a, you know, for a six-year-old mm-hmm. as what's going on. So that's one of our shows. And, and I just enjoy just, you know, diversity. You just want her to experience, you know, different, experience cultures. different cultures. My favorite is uh, Katie and Alexa. It's on Netflix, and our girls found it. They, I mean, they've 
seen everything on Netflix a hundred times, <laughs> but uh, I've watched that with them, and uh, it's about two girls in high school. I think they're sophomores in high school, and one of them has cancer, and so the first season, like, they go through it, and the friend, they just stick together, right, and her best friend is helping her through, and so I just think it teaches kids compassion mm -hmm. and just how to overcome adversity, and so I think that's just powerful for kids. I mean, my, like I said, yeah. mine are 13 and 10, and so to live live and watch those kind of events, mm -hmm. I think it's yeah, it's powerful. good for them, at that, especially at that age. That's where they need that, to learn empathy. Yeah. yeah, and and I'll be at the end of, or in the middle of the episode, I'll be I'll be crying. I'm a super softy. My wife every time I'll look over at all of them and I'll say, "Are you guys crying right now?" <laughs> and everyone's like, "No." They probably just point and laughing. Yeah, but every episode I'll cry. That's uh, good though. That's yeah, good. that's good. Do you have any shows you guys want? Do you? I mean, she's only eight months. She's addicted to fucking Blues Clues. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And if I see whatever the fuck his name is in person. <laughs> I might strangle him. <laughs> Josh or something. Josh. I don't even know. He's yeah. a new one. But yeah, and it, like she like she'll watch a couple other little stuff. Like she was into SpongeBob for a little bit. But blues clues. Like I'll stop in front of the TV and she just does this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Lay, are you hungry? I'm like, you know, like eat a popsicle in front of her. Nothing. Wow. You That's know? Because I was uh last week I was over at my brother's house, so my niece only gets to watch like one, you know, show a day. She loves the new Lion King show. And, like, I sat there and watched it with her. I was like, this is actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, like, Simba, ha it's, like, a continuation of the movie. So, like, it's Simba has two kids. And it's all about, like, his two kids growing up. And Did he did he still stay with Nala? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm like, the jungle's big. The jungle's yeah. big. Yeah. But it's, it's got, yeah, his son's got a little group. His, his daughter is the heir to the throne because she's the oldest. Oh, and I like that. his son's younger, so he's, like, in charge of, like, Helping, you know, the other animals and everything. And she, she's three and a half, was glued to it the whole time. And just, like, talking about, like, the different, because, the, you know, the different animals and everything. So, I was like, this is actually, I would, you know, I'd sit here and watch Is that on Disney there. Plus? It's on Disney Plus. I'm trying to switch Leia to that shit. Yeah, yeah. Super, it's colorful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has, like, good themes. And, like, they, the cool thing, like, my brother likes it. Like, it has all, uh, like, real African names and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's just like it just sucks too because we don't we're not subscribed to like Nickelodeon, so it's like the same four episodes on YouTube, and that's why I'm like I'm over it. She doesn't care. <laughs> she doesn't care. I just know like a blue crayon costs one blue dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last question. And this one is yeah. this one is kind of more serious. And right? then and then we've got a gift for you, a parting gift. All right. Okay. Okay. So uh, dinner with three other people, dead or alive, who would it be? Wow. Take a moment to sink to let okay. it sink in. Just hmm. don't let it be Josh from Blue's Clues. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only request. Oh my gosh. All right. Um you know, I'm three you said? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm listening to a book on tape and it's uh it's Michelle Obama, actually. She's, She's been a, a very popular She's answer. Uh, yes. It's just it's in, it's incredible to to listen to her story and just to see how far we have come in, in this world and society and, and you know just something that that all I'm just glad that I experienced it so I mean I would love to pick her and and, and I mean I should probably kick my ass if I didn't say um, um, Mr. Obama as well just because <laughs> that's that's her crush. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the third one. It's your left. fantasy, yeah. Michelle. It's your fantasy. Yeah. Oh my fantasy. Yeah. Gosh, what was that girl at that one place? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. Hey, better watch out. This yeah. one's on wax. That's not the interaction I expected. That. Um, my third person would have to be. You know, I think it would have to be. It'd have to be Matt's dad. Because oh, of reasons you can't say. It, yeah, it's, it's it's classified. Maybe Matt can talk about it. But there'd be some <laughs> questions that I'd want to ask his dad. That's funny because I uh, my number one was my dad. Um, and then JFK because of the previous conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so then we could get that all answered uh-huh. and see the different perspectives. And then uh, Jesus because then we could get everything answered. Yeah. Right? <laughs> And, so, and get Jesus. some wine while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think Jesus has been, multiple mm-hmm. people have said that, and multiple people have said Michelle, Michelle Obama. Obama. Which, or, or one of the Obamas. One of the Obamas, yeah. yeah. I think Michelle's been more popular than that. Yeah. <laughs> she is easier on the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see Obama with those uh, <laughs> the ankles? His exposed ankles last week? He's got nice ankles. <laughs> <laughs> jump shot's fantastic he's as well. definitely, yeah. he's definitely yes. using some uh, high quality lotions there some cocoa butter because <laughs> they look very moisturized there's no ashiness <laughs> and as, as being the president you have to your game has to be on par all well, the he's time got, I mean he's got obviously a better stylist than our current one yeah and a better social media present person so we have we have a gift here we have a gift what is yes. it so I don't know if Marcel told you guys but uh my uncle, who's been a sponsor for Dodgeball in the past, his name's, you guys might have heard of him, uh, Pete Schwetty. Mm-hmm. He's got the uh, bakery called, um, what it, it's uh, Eventful, or Season season Eatings. Season, okay. Season Eatings. You get it? Because it's like Season Greetings. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, uh, he makes these balls that are just delightful. They're oh, sh- they're uh, called, sh- you know, sweaty balls. Uh-huh. So I'm about to have one. Right yeah, now. We yeah, just yeah. wanted to see, you know, we wanted to share his sweaty balls with you, and uh, see what you thought. They're, mo- they're moist. Yeah, aren't they? You can <clears throat> you can hear the juice. <laughs> that was delicious. <laughs> it is very good. Yeah, do whatever you like with my uncle's sweaty balls. Thank you. Um, his balls are here for your pleasure. I would like more of his balls. <laughs> Aren't they delightful? They are. They're mm-hmm. they're glazed. Mm-hmm. Where does he live? Uh, he lives in Iowa. Okay. <laughs> the state I was shitting on. <laughs> Iowa, you redeemed with these. This is delicious. And so, so he, Iowa horrible caucuses and sweaty balls. He, he's actually played in the tournament before, and he said. My sweaty balls are here for your pleasure, but the balls I'm about to throw at you are going to sting your face. <laughs> Sounds like a very funny person. Great man. Old you should have won the Iowa caucus. Pete Sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Pete. I mean, and I forgot earlier to mention um, Coffee and Comics this year. There are new sponsors. Um, they're they're going to be offering some. I was going to ask you about that. They're going to be offering some uh, free coffee, free black coffee, and then they'll also be selling some uh, some specialty drinks at the um, at the event. Counterculture coffee too, people. Mm. High quality coffee. High quality coffee. Yes, and first one uh, to carry that in town. Salutes to uh, Alex and uh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. 
past guests. We had we had them on a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. If you guys did, if you guys actually didn't hear their podcast, they're in season two. Um, they are. It, it's it's a really interesting podcast. Um, just to sh- just to let them know that you know you're you're, you're not all your friends are poor. Um, you could ask for other other people if they <laughs> wanted to invest, <laughs> but just to let you guys know, Alex. <laughs> Um, we're, not, we're, we're not all poor. Maybe next, maybe for round two, they'll have to come to you for an investment. Then, uh, but uh, we want to thank you guys again for coming. Mm-hmm. Thank you and, guys uh, being on the show, third year, and uh, obviously a great, great, great event and cause that you guys are supporting, and your uh, impact on the community is uh, admirable. So, um, thank you guys for sharing your story again, mm-hmm. and remember. Well, what's the date again for everyone? February 29th, 2020, org. There's still uh, plenty of space if you guys want to register. Uh, we have competitive and recreational uh, brackets uh, starting at 8 o'clock. 8 in the morning goes all the way down to about 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. We've got games. If you don't know what to do with your kids, we have a kids area. Come on down, drop them off. Check them in. You don't have to check them out until you're done having fun. And if you hear this, just, just don't forget them. Yeah, don't forget them there. Yeah, we we can't keep them. No. Yeah. Uh, if you want to volunteer, there's volunteer possibilities too, and spaces for you. Just like uh, our friend that joined us last year. What what was his name? Jonathan. 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 Yeah. And thank you, Sean. Thank you, Caesar. And thank you, community, for just being with us and supporting. The cause. And also, pupusas will be there. Oh, many pupusas. <laughs> so go to dodgeforcause.org, sign up. I will be a referee this year. I'm actually looking forward, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, especially mm-hmm. hopefully, because me and my brother, you know, our years at the rec, I mean, I, I judge, I <laughs> referee dodgeball literally every day. So I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm qualified to be a, a judge, a, a, a referee. So, And thanks for doing it. So, uh, um, make sure you check them out before we go. Just a couple local uh, news and things we want you guys to be aware of. Uh, February 22nd is Nevada's caucus day. If you're a registered uh, voter, you can go caucus. You have to look up your location, mm-hmm. uh, your local location. Or starting, I think, I don't know the exact date. I think the 13th, you can early caucus where you can go in and place your vote electronically. You, you can go any of the locations there. You don't have to go. It's not based on where you live. And you'll just list like your t- I think your top four choices, and it takes a few minutes. It's just like regular voting. So get out there and participate in your democracy. We need more people to participate if we want to fix pro- the problems. Because the less people that participate, the the more certain people are in control. Yeah, and then on March seventh, our year three season three kickoff party at Farino. Be a dance party. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be doing some fundraising for the Holland Project there as well. So uh, make sure you check out that Saturday, March 7th, I think, 7 p.m. at Farino Distillery on 4th Street. Uh, more details will be forth, forthcoming yes, sir. as we uh, lock down specifics on that. And then Saturday, March 28th, uh, my annual hip-hop art show at ho- fundraiser at Holland Project will be going down. Uh, we'll, again, we're looking to have 30 to 40 artists. If you're interested in being an artist in the show, hit me up on uh, Facebook, Sean Richardson, or at Sean at Instagram. Uh, send me a message uh we're still we're right now about to send out the call to artists to uh get them to show up so that night should be fun we'll have some guest djs we'll have hopefully some performances and uh you'll be able to buy some cool art the theme this year is women of hip-hop so uh yeah 
That'll be March 28th. And again, more details as that comes. So. All right. What about a tagline for this episode? Dodge for a cause. Dodge for a cause. Dodge. Org. <laughs> what's your cause? Yeah. Or what's your cause? Yeah. yeah. And watch out for them sweaty balls coming at you. Those, have some more of those in a those are delicious. <laughs> but, um, if you like us, make sure you know you subscribe to the podcast wherever you consume podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can check out our website at www.upinthemix.live. And uh, make sure you check us out every Friday night from 9 to 11 on local 97.7 K-Week. Or kwnkradio.org. For all you internetos out mm-hmm. there. But uh, I think that's it. Anything else anyone wants to say before we... Dodgeforacause.org. <laughs> and thank you, community. You heard that, Reno. Mm-hmm. You stay classy out there. Until next time, this is Sean saying peace. This is De La Photo. Summer, springtime is almost here. I'm excited. <laughs> Sunny. Yeah. Yeah.